1: And now, Hebraic Roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International.
0: Shalom, I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, Paul's Life and Letters, For or Against Torah. This is part 15 of the series. We are to live holy lives unto Yeshua and we're to live sanctified lives unto Him. Paul taught this in 1st Thessalonians chapter 4 verses 1 through 4 and verse 7, as it is written. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Yeshua that as you have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God, so that you would abound more and more. For you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Yeshua. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication that is the flesh, the ways of the flesh, and even the carnal mind. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel, or to live your life in sanctification in honor under the God of Israel. For God has not called us unto uncleanness, but he's called us unto holy life. And so how do we live a holy life unto him? Well, you don't sin. But what do you have to do to sin? you got to transgress the Torah. And so when we don't transgress the Torah, when we follow the Torah, then we are living a holy life. And so as we seek to walk as Yeshua walked, as we seek to be led by the holy spirit and producing the fruit of the holy spirit we will not only serve others and walk in humility but we will love others and the way in which we are to love others is with a pure heart 2nd Timothy chapter 2 verse 22 flee also youthful lusts but follow righteousness faith, love, peace with them that call on the Lord out of a pure heart. And so the way that we are to live our life is by faith. Paul taught in Romans chapter 1 verse 17, for therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written, the just shall live by faith or faithfulness. And faith comes by hearing and obeying the word of God. Paul wrote in Romans, Romans chapter 10 verse 17. So faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And Paul also taught in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7, for we walk the way we live our lives, we walk by faith and not by sight. Well, sight is according to our five physical senses, and sight is according to the logic of our carnal mind. And sight is according to what our flesh, wants wants to do. We're not to walk that way. We're to walk by faith or faithfulness unto the God of Israel, and that faithfulness comes through studying and reading and then obeying by renewing our mind in the Torah or the Word of God. We're told, and Paul taught, that it was Abraham's faith or faithfulness under the God of Israel was the means by which the God of Israel saw him at his Abraham as righteous before the God of Israel. Galatians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. Even as Abraham believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. And so here, Paul is quoting from Genesis chapter 15, verse 6. Know ye therefore that they which are of faith... Or walk in the same faithfulness of Abraham, the same are the children of Abraham. Paul taught that it was Yeshua that made covenant with Abraham. In Galatians chapter three, verse sixteen, Paul explains now to Abraham and his seed were the promises made. He does not say seeds as of many, but as of one into your seed which is Messiah. So here Paul is making a reference to Genesis chapter seventeen, verse seven, where the promise is to the seed and not seeds. And so Paul explains that the seed is Messiah. And then he goes on to say in Galatians chapter 3, verse 29, that if you are Messiahs, if you believe that Yeshua is Messiah, if you've repented of your sins and if you're saved by grace through faith, then you are Abraham's seed and you are an heir according to the promise. Well, how is it by me repenting of my sins and accepting Yeshua as Savior and Lord of of my life, then how does that make me an heir of what was promised to Abraham? Well, it is this way, that whenever you receive Yeshua as Savior and Lord of your life, then you enter into covenant with him, and that covenant is in the form of a marriage covenant. And given that Yeshua made covenant with Abraham, now you made covenant with Yeshua whenever you make him Savior and Lord of your life, you then partake and you are part of the covenant that he has made with others. And so Yeshua made covenant with Abraham, you make covenant with Yeshua, so you become an heir or you inherit the covenant agreement that Yeshua made with Abraham. Paul asked the question in Galatians chapter 3 verse 21 given that he taught that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God and the just shall live by faith, he asked Ask the question, is following and obeying the Torah contrary to faith and the promises of God? And he answers the question, God forbid, it is not. But it is taught in traditional Christianity that when we live our lives by faith in Yeshua Messiah, that in doing so, we either walk by faith or we follow the Torah because traditional Christianity says that Paul taught that the Torah is bondage. And what Paul taught was bondage was sin. Liberty comes in obeying the Word of God. Liberty comes in following the Torah. And liberty comes by being a doer of the Torah and not a hearer of the Torah. And liberty comes through the help, the inspiration and being led by the Holy Spirit. And so Paul explained in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8, for by grace are you saved through faith. And then, after we are saved by grace through faith, then we're to live holy lives unto Yeshua, dedicate our lives to the service of His kingdom, and in doing so, we will produce good works, just as Yeshua went around doing good in His earthly ministry. In Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, as a result of being saved by grace through faith, Paul writes that we are his workmanship created in Messiah Yeshua unto good works, which God has ordained that we should walk in them. So after we're saved by grace through faith, we're to walk in good works. And you can only walk in good works if you are obedient unto the God of Israel, obedient to his word or obedient to his Torah. Torah. And so, following his Torah results in doing good things. And so, how would we live our lives in doing good things? Well, we wouldn't steal, we wouldn't cheat, we wouldn't bear false witness, we wouldn't covet, we would love our neighbor as our self. So, in Titus, in chapter 2, verse 2, it is written, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, and now Titus chapter 2, verse 14, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity, from all sin. So Yeshua died on the tree to forgive us of our sins once we repent and purify unto himself a peculiar people who are zealous of good works. You see, once we repent of our sins and accept Yeshua as our Savior and Lord, we become a part of Messiah's family, and we are called to dedicate our lives unto service unto the God of Israel and His kingdom. So therefore, we are laborers with God for the welfare and benefit of His kingdom to bear fruit for His kingdom. 1 Corinthians 3, Three verse 9 Paul writes for we are laborers together with God you are God's husbandry and you are God's building Paul taught that the Holy Spirit brings liberty 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17 now the Lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is there is liberty Paul taught in Galatians that when we follow the Torah by the Holy Spirit we will produce the fruit of the spirit and it will result in works Motivated by love. Galatians chapter five verse thirteen. For brethren, you've been called unto liberty, only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. That's because Paul went on to say in Galatians five twenty two that the fruit of the Spirit is love. And this love by which we are to live our lives has been given to us whenever we receive Yeshua as Savior and Lord. Lord of our lives. Paul explains in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, which is given to us whenever we repent of our sins and make Yeshua Savior and Lord of our lives. And so this love results in fulfilling the Torah, which calls us to love our neighbor as ourselves. In Romans chapter 13, verse 9, Paul writes, For this you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not covet. These are part of the Ten Commandments that are found in Exodus chapter 20. And if there be any other commandment, it is summarized or briefly comprehended with these words, that you shall love your neighbor as yourself, which is also a Torah commandment. And so when you love your neighbor as yourself, what does this look like? Paul writes and explains in Romans chapter 13 verse 10, love works no ill to his neighbor. Love does not seek to harm another. And love is fulfilling the commandments of the Torah. Paul also explained this principle in Galatians chapter 5 verse 14. For all the Torah is fulfilled, or all the Torah points to us living a life of love, to the God of Israel and to our neighbor. And so all the Torah is fulfilled in one word that you shall love your neighbor as yourself and the way in which we are to love is with a pure heart with pure motive for the benefit and welfare of another first timothy chapter 1 verse 5 it is written now the end or the goal of the commandment is love out of a pure heart and with a good conscience and with unwavering faith and as we live our lives in service to the God of Israel, we're not to draw attention to ourselves. We are not to glory in ourselves, but we're to give glory to the God of Israel. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 29 that no flesh should glory in his presence. 1 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 21. Therefore let no man glory in men, but we when we serve the God of Israel, it's for the purpose of bringing glory to Him, not to ourselves. Paul explains in 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 31, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. And then Paul continues and explains in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 31, that according as it is written, he that glories let him glory in the Lord. And so as as we serve Yeshua and seek to do the will of the God of Israel, as we dedicate our lives to his service and for his kingdom and the fruit of the kingdom, we're not to draw attention to ourselves, give glory to him. We're to serve others, we're to love others, and we're to live a life of thanksgiving unto Yeshua. Paul explains in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17 and 20, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what is the will of the Lord, that giving thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord, Yeshua HaMashiach. And so this is going to conclude our teaching on the subject of looking at Paul, his background, his upbringing, his life, and then how he initially, when he grew up, he went to Jerusalem and he he was taught the following of the torah but the way in which he was taught to follow the torah was through the pharisaic understanding and the pharisaic understanding of the way you follow the torah is the pharisees teach that at mount sinai that there was a written torah given and an oral torah given and the oral torah was to explain the details about how you follow or live out the written torah and the Pharisees teach that the oral instructions were faithfully passed down from Moses to the rabbis in Orthodox Judaism today. So therefore, the Pharisees, who the first century Pharisees, we do not refer to them as Pharisees today. We refer to them as Orthodox Jews. And it was from the Pharisaic sect by which the Talmud got written. And Orthodox Jews study and seek to follow the Talmud. In the, the teachings of the rabbis as expressed through the oral Torah. And so this is what Paul taught and learned growing up as he testified that he was taught the understanding of the Torah through his rabbi Gamaliel, who's the grandson of Hillel, which in the first century, there were two major sects of the Pharisees, Hillel and Shammai. And so Paul was taught according to the understanding of the Pharisaic sect of Hillel, but that sect ultimately did not end up believing in Yeshua as the Messiah. And so in Paul's zeal for following the Torah and the God of Israel and not believing initially that Yeshua is Messiah, he persecuted believers in Yeshua as the Messiah. But as he was seeking to further persecute believers in Yeshua as a Messiah in Acts chapter 9, on the road to Damascus that Yeshua appeared to Paul and from this Paul came to the realization that Yeshua is Messiah and Yeshua gave him a commissioning that he would live the rest of his life In service to Yeshua and the kingdom of God, and that ultimately he was going to be sent to the non-Jewish world to teach the non-Jewish world about Yeshua, his redemptive work when he died on the tree, and how to live our lives unto him. And so the details of Paul's ministry and his teachings regarding Yeshua is contained in his letters. And we did a detailed study of Paul's letters, because in traditional Christianity today, in uh, examining Paul's letters, it is taught by traditional Christianity that Paul taught that after we're saved by grace through faith in Messiah, that we're not to follow the Torah, that the Torah was nailed to the cross. But in this study, we've seen that that's not what Paul taught, because sin is the transgression transgression of the Torah in order to sin you have to transgress the Torah and Paul taught in Romans chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 that we are not to live a sinful lifestyle which means we're not to transgress the Torah and if we don't transgress the Torah we follow the Torah and Paul also explained in Romans chapter 4 verse 15 at the end of the verse that when there is no law there is no transgression he also then wrote in Romans chapter 5 at the end of verse 13 that sin's not counted against you when there is no law. Paul wrote in Romans chapter 6 verse 23 that the wages of sin is death and so the ultimate outcome of transgressing the law or sinning is you end up dying and so the fact that people continue to die today means that people continue to sin and in order to sin there has to be a law in order for you to transgress to sin and so therefore the law cannot have been nailed to the cross because Paul asked the question in Romans chapter 3 verse 31 Do we, that is Jew and non-Jew make void or do away with the Torah because we're saved by grace through faith? So Paul answers the question God forbid. We, Jew and non-Jew we establish the Torah. But how are we to follow the Torah of Yeshua? Well Paul testified that the, the Torah is holy just and good in Romans chapter 7 verse 12. Paul testified that the Torah is spiritual in Romans chapter 7 verse 14. And Paul says that he delights in the Torah of God after the inward man in Romans chapter 7 verse 22. And what did he mean by the inward man? He means the one who lives his life through the leading and the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That Paul taught that the proper way in which we are to live our lives is to follow Yeshua's Torah by His Spirit. And this is in contrast to the situation and the condition in the 1st century as Paul traveled from city to city as we are specifically told in the book of Acts that as he went from city to city outside of the land of Israel and visited synagogues there were as we see in Acts chapter 13 verses 42 through 44 there were non-Jews and Jews expressing faith in the God of Israel in those synagogues and so there were non-Jews in the synagogues who believed in Yeshua as Messiah. There were Jews in the synagogue that did not believe in Yeshua as Messiah, and then there were Jews in the synagogue who did believe that Yeshua is the Messiah. So this created a condition of controversy about Yeshua himself and also about following the Torah. And so what Paul was passionate about was not if you should follow the Torah as an expression of faith in Yeshua, as Messiah after we've been saved by grace through faith, but the proper way to follow the Torah. And in the first century, in the synagogues, there was Pharisaic influence where they were teaching in the synagogue to the non-Jews that they were to follow the Torah and come under the teaching of the rabbis and rabbinical authority. But Paul having been brought up with this teaching and realizing that the Pharisees did not believe that Yeshua is the Messiah when he realized that Yeshua is Messiah in his re examination of the Hebrew scriptures, the Torah, the prophets, and the writings. He saw Yeshua in the Torah. Paul saw that Yeshua created the heavens and the earth, that he made covenant with Abraham. Paul saw that Yeshua gave the Torah at Mount Sinai, and we're told particularly in Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 26 and 27, that the Holy Spirit would be given to us to help us to follow the Torah of Yeshua. So Paul was passionate about Yeshua and had a passionate love for Yeshua. And he was passionate about following Yeshua's Torah by the Spirit, and that others who believed in Yeshua would follow that Torah by His Spirit as well. Because Paul's heart was to present the Bride of Messiah unto him as being spiritually mature, not a spiritual babe, but spiritually mature. And that Paul taught and saw that Yeshua lived his life as an example to us and how we are to pursue and do the will of God in our lives, and that we are to follow in Yeshua's footsteps. And if we renew our minds with the word of God, that we will end up being led by the Holy Spirit, walk by the Holy Spirit, and produce the fruit of the Holy Spirit. We are to live our lives seeking to do the will of Yeshua, Well, that's going to conclude part 15 of the series on the subject, Paul's Life and Letters, for or against Torah. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.